Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman. It is Thursday, May 12th. And that means it's, it is also National Limerick Day, according Limerick to Day. a um, website on the internet. Could so be kind of bogus, but... This is the surprise intro so you are telling me about. this is the surprise about. intro. Oh, I wrote boy. a limerick. Okay. Here we go. There once was a daily podcast that gave a daily fantasy baseball forecast. Tyler's got projections and advice. Stay tuned for my prop bets. They're nice. And we'll tell you who will hit a home run blast. How's that? Uh, extremely corny, but I like it. <laughs> but it sets up the whole it. show. It does. It's, All right. It is exactly what we're doing. So National Limerick Day. There you had it. The On Deck <laughs> Podcast Limerick. So let's get to our chalk report today. And no, I will not be doing limerick form the rest of the show. I promise. We'll start with our high-owned guys. And with that, we start with Yankees righty Luis Heel going up against the White Sox. He's about 47% owned on DraftKings, 15% on FanDuel. And now the only re- reason he's really starting is because Clark Schmidt uh, they had to send him back down to the minors, and there's that rule in MLB that they have to stay down for, I think, 15 days. So it is Heal who will get the nod in this one. Mm-mm. And in AAA, he didn't have the greatest Mm-mm. numbers. Uh, I think you can speak more to that a little bit. But what do you see from him looking at today's forecasts? Yeah, I, I think on DraftKings, why everybody's going there is really just based on salary. He is super cheap. Uh, but Gill hasn't been good. He has a 9.5 ERA in the minors. He's maxed out at 78 pitches. He's allowed five home runs in five games while not pitching past the fifth inning. Uh, so his whole thing is he's cheap. He was decent last year, but uh, he's you know not a great pitcher by any means. But the White Sox have been worse or not very great against righties. Low okay. 78 WRC plus, and they're only striking out 19% uh, versus righties. So I don't see a ton of upside here, but he's cheap and everybody's going So there. that's the value is just, he's cheap? He's cheap. That's the value. I mean, we like a bargain. I, you Sometimes. do. It's also warm in Chicago. Okay. So the ball might, might fly a little bit more than it usually would in that ballpark. All right, well, now let's take a look at Philly's righty, Zach Wheeler, who's going up against the Dodgers. He's about 43% owned on DraftKings, 27% owned on FanDuel. Now, the numbers for Wheeler aren't where they were a year ago, where basically he was on a Cy Young pace, uh, 4-1-0 ERA. Last two starts, he's looked pretty good, tossed seven and two-thirds scoreless against the Rangers, racking up seven strikeouts. Going up against the Dodgers, obviously a great hitting team. Mm-hmm. How do you like this play for today for for Wheeler? So I'm glad you brought up that he's been a little shaky to start the year. Wheeler did get a little injured in spring training, so the uh-huh. short spring training was even shorter for him. So yeah, makes sense. And then he came out and he was shaky for a first couple starts. Honestly, it's kind of like an extended spring training for him. The last two starts, however, he was great. So it seems like he has got back into form. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, 
never great when your pitcher's facing the Dodgers. Right. And he's a righty because Dodgers crush righties. They're fourth in WRC+. plus. They strike out 21% versus righties. So, I mean, the matchup, it's who do you like more, the Dodgers or, or Wheeler? Yeah. Uh, over the last 20 games, Wheeler is a 3.02 FIP. The combined K rate for today is 21 per, uh, 21%. Now, the BVP data is something interesting, and I know you're uh, going to talk about it oh, later yeah. in the show. We'll get into it. But uh, in 159 plate attempts, the Dodgers are hitting 348 with nine home runs against Wheeler. Uh, they're also ha- they also have a 250 ISO, so they have hit him hard. A lot of that is coming from one one guy, though. So if he can uh, do well against Freddie Freeman, then he could have a really good night. Right. So it kind of hinges on mm-hmm. whether, you know, Wheeler has his stuff. Yeah. Essentially. Turner has been decent against him, too. Mm-hmm. But Wheeler or Freeman's Freddie been Freeman's great. been awesome yeah. against him. All right, let's take a look now. Uh, White Sox righty Dylan Cease going up against the Yankees today. He's about 43% owned on both sites. This is a guy who's top 20 in ERA and whip and top five in strikeouts. Quite simply, he's been awesome. He gave up one hit against the Angels earlier this month. He's gotten at least eight strikeouts in four of five starts. So definitely the upside is there, especially given the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They do have a tendency to strike out a little bit. Yeah. As much as it pains me as, as a Yankee fan. As you said a little bit ago, Gallo's uh, average is in the gallows. <laughs> yes. He also loves to strike out. Anyways, <laughs> back to Dylan Cease. He is high owned, but high owned for a reason. 34% K rate on the season, 2.0 FIP. Tonight, or today has a 27% combined rate K rate, which is highest on the slate or about highest on the slate now the bad though is he does have some bvp data that uh is good for the yankees they're hitting 333 with two home runs against them and 39 plate attempts it is a smaller sample size but it is something to note uh however with that data they are also striking out at 36 percent. yeah so that uh combined k rate may be a little bit higher today yeah, as much as I hate to admit it, I kind of like the play on Dylan Cease here for today. I He, in my eyes, is definitely the best pitcher on this slate. Well, there you have it, so. folks. And How about, everybody yeah. else thinks so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. All right, let's take a look at maybe a low-owned guy on the slate yeah. today. And I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but we are taking a look at the night games mm. mostly and the night slate, so not a lot to choose from yeah. in this matchup. But we're going to look at Dodgers lefty Tyler Anderson going up against the Phillies. 21% owned on DraftKings, 2% on FanDuel. 278 ERA. Hasn't given up more than two runs in any of his starts. He's Mm -hmm. been pretty good. Doesn't have a ton of strikeouts. Um, He Mm -hmm. did hit seven last time out against the Cubs. But um, he's been pretty good. Yeah. No, he's been solid. He has a 3.32 FIP over the last five. The combined K rate is 27% today, which is which is great. Philadelphia is 12th in WRC plus the lefties, so they can hit lefties hard, but they also strike out a lot. So it's mm-hmm. a kind of a similar situation as uh, New York, where yeah. they can hit you hard or strike out a lot. So with this play, so. would you just kind of be hoping that the other pitchers on the slate get lit up? Yes. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, it, it's more of a game theory play where it's the projections aren't going to be there for him. But if some of those higher owned guys fail, then hey, he's going to look a lot yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's a look at our pitchers. Some pretty good plays there. Again, not a lot to choose from for that night slate. But let's take a look at mm -hmm. some of our stacks, the highest owned stacks for tonight. We're looking at the Texas Rangers going up against Royals. Jonathan mm -hmm. Heasley making his season debut. He's actually making a season debut in his hometown. He actually grew up. Mm a Texas Rangers fan and kind of a cool story. Now, this is not his MLB debut. He did come up last year, but I thought it was cool. His manager came into his or brought him into the office. It was like, you're going home. And he knew exactly what that meant. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. I always love those stories. So far in the minors, six starts, four, four, four ERA with a 198 opponent average. But, again, a guy who's just getting up for the first time, mm -hmm. are we kind of just exploiting the inexperience there? Yeah, I, I think the field is definitely exploiting that. I'll, I'll give a little more background on Hazley. Is he does have – he's given up four home runs in six games. Uh, he's maxed out at 60 pitches so far this season, and he's striking out about 10.3 per, uh, people per nine. So he does have some strikeout stuff. Uh, but then Texas is is bottom three versus righties in WRC+. Mm -hmm. plus. Uh, if you're using Texas, you're really hoping they kind of get to Hazley quick mm -hmm. and get into uh, the bullpen, which Casey's bullpen is just kind of average. I do sense a little apprehension, though, with uh, going with this team for a stack. I, I mean, it's like we've said, actually, the last few shows is like the highest owned stack I'm never that into. Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't mind it. They do have the highest implied total, so I understand why ownership is going there, but I just see a lot of ways that it can fail. Mm -hmm. And uh, on these smaller slates, you know, taking out the highest owned hitters is a pretty way to pretty good way to get different. Yeah, there you go. Uh, mm -hmm. How about Royals going up against? The Rangers lefty mm -hmm. Taylor Hearn, who has not been great this year, six five three ERA for him. Mm -hmm. Batters are hitting three twenty six against him. So, what do you see from this matchup today besides the potential for the Royals bats getting to him? Yeah, he he does have a four point five FIP, so his FIP okay. is much better than his ERA. So there could be some more regression in that. Uh, ERA for to come down a little bit. He's also only averaging 1.3 home runs per nine. He is, however, walking 4.4 per nine. So a lot of guys are getting on base. Probably mm -hmm. big reason why that ERA is so high. <laughs> uh, but then KC's also bottom five versus lefties with an 81 WRC plus. Uh, they don't strike out much, but um, they also don't hit lefties that hard. Sure. So. Uh, this is another one where I get it. It's also a higher implied total. Am I going to go crazy with it? No. Yeah. Am I going to totally fade it? No. Well, I was looking at some of the Royals batters just to see mm -hmm. for, you know, investigating for props and whatnot. And they just don't have great numbers this season. A lot of the bigger names. You, yeah. And although it's, they, uh, like. Perez has been heating up a little bit yes. as of late, so there is that. It's also hard to do a like a full like five man stack with 
KC just because they don't really have five guys sure. that either have yeah, exactly. speed or power, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't have speed or power, there's not that much use to use unless you, you know, have three, go three for four with a bunch of RBIs or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, good so. points there, Tyler. Let's take a look at some low owned mm-hmm. stacks now. And we will take a look at the Dodgers going up against Zach Wheeler. And as you pointed out when we were talking mm-hmm. about Zach Wheeler and He's very high owned today in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So maybe a good play is going with the Dodgers and just hoping that they get to Wheeler. Maybe Wheeler mm-hmm. just doesn't have his stuff today. What do you think about this play? I mean, even good pitchers sometimes yeah. don't have their stuff. Look at Taylor McGill or yeah, Tyler McGill yesterday, yesterday who absolutely got lit up. Uh, not saying that he is in the caliber of a Wheeler, but sure. it can happen. Uh they're not going to be totally unowned like it usually is against an ace pitcher, but they will be lower owned. Uh, as I mentioned, the BVP versus Wheeler, 159 plate attempts. They're hitting 348, nine home runs. Uh, Wheeler's a great pitcher. So I wouldn't totally go overboard with this stack, but I would. I definitely would like to sprinkle some in here because mm-hmm. they can definitely get to them and – if they do, you know, there's some leverage on the field if Wheeler does yeah. end up coming in at those higher ownerships. So maybe a good play there if you're mm-hmm. playing daily fantasy. You know, on, yeah. And on these on these smaller slates, you kind of have to think about uh, about it a little bit differently because it's whatever is supposed to happen usually doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Great and point. So you got to figure out what's kind of the easiest way to win a tournament. And... That's so, really what so we're doing. So, is strategy here. more important in the low, like the smaller? I, this, I I would say it absolutely is a little bit more important. Ownership is going to be higher, mm-hmm. you know. So you have True. to you have to figure out where to get different, right? And you know, usually hitting is the easier place to get different. Well, let's get weird and different. I like mm-hmm. it. All right, <laughs> let's go to the White Sox going up against Luis Heel. Talked about him a little bit earlier. He's a high-owned guy for yes. today who's pitching. So another play where you could just bank on him maybe getting a little bit lit up and given mm-hmm. his performance in the minor leagues, which he struggled with command a little bit mm-hmm. uh, early on. He had a good outing last time. But, you know, the numbers for him in the minors weren't exactly, you know, thrilling. Exactly. <laughs> if you're a Yankees fan. And I, I, he also wasn't great last year. He True. was He was better. Uh, but he wasn't great. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel like they're kind of thrusting him in a little early yeah. with pulling him up here, as you mentioned. Right. The issues because that uh, Clark Yankees Schmidt wasn't having. an option, really. Yeah, but quite simply, he's got hit hard in the minors. Mm-hmm. He's going against a team that can hit the ball very hard. However, the White Sox haven't been that great versus uh, the Gill handedness, which. Um, yeah, verse verse righties. Sorry, I forgot that Gill was a righty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's making his first start. He might have some rust. He definitely was showing rust in the minors. He's given up five home runs in five games. Hasn't got into the fifth inning. So the bullpen probably comes in early. Yankees bullpen is is good. Yeah, they're good. Um, it, especially the late inning guys. Mm-hmm. If they can get into the bullpen the, a little bit quicker. Yeah, you know it could. Uh, the White Sox definitely could get to him. 
then one other thing I would like to mention is for FanDuel, because the Reds and Pirates game isn't on this on the DraftKings oh, yeah. slate, I do like the Red stack. Okay. They've been really hot. Brubaker isn't yeah, that they good. Have. They have been hot. Yeah. Career uh Brubaker has a career five point three ERA, four point seven FIP. You can definitely get to him and Reds have been raking. Yeah, they really have. <laughs> yeah. Your grandma's going to have to change her strategy about this stuff because she, she had might. loved she playing might. against the Reds. Good good thing is I don't think the Padres play them again or, oh. or play them very much. We do. Well, at least you got them when they were exactly you know, bottom of the basement batting You know average. what was so interesting, too, about that, though? is So they had only three wins for the longest time. Right. Two of them were against the Braves <laughs> to start like, the season. Yeah. To defend, yeah. That uh, Ryan pointed that out to me the other day, and he's he's a Braves fan. Yes, was I'm sure he was thrilled about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so those are some great plays for today for playing daily fantasy. As always, you can check check out the Line Star app. It'll help you optimize your lineup. And we just got a brand new Mm -hmm. website looking nice and shiny and sparkly with all these nice new features. So you definitely want to check that out. Mm Linestarapp.com. Now it is time for our home run calls. Quite simply, who's going yard today? Tyler, tell me who it is. All right, I'm going and picking on my loan pitcher, Tyler Anderson, and going Nick Castellanos. He quite simply has a 667 slugging versus lefties. You can hit home runs fairly e- easily in Dodger Park to uh, downing either of the lines. And I think uh, Nick does it today. All right. I'm going with Salvador Perez. He's going up against Taylor Hearn today. And even though Perez's batting average this season has been sub 200, he's been heating up the past few days. 333 average in the last seven days. Plus, he absolutely crushes lefties. So that batting average just skyrockets when he's facing a lefty. And Hearn probably won't last more than five innings. And when you look at the Rangers' bullpen, yeah, they give up the second most home runs of any bullpen. So if he doesn't get to Hearn, I'm saying he gets to their bullpen and has a bomb today. Also, I do like this perhaps for if you're doing some prop betting, Mm -hmm. maybe consider Salvador Perez for a total bases over one and a half. And that is last check minus 125. So it could be a good play there Mm -hmm. as well. You ready for some prop bets? I am. You're crushing them lately. Yeah, lately I'm back on track. It feels good. Yep. I I need to get on track. In the words of Jimmy Garoppolo, feels great, baby. <laughs> I'm getting excited for football as well, as you can tell. All right, so let's get to our prop bets for today. Where are you headed? I am going to the White Sox versus your Yankees. Okay. With Dylan Cease over 7.5 Ks at minus 102. He has a 36% K rate versus the Yankees. It is a small sample size, only 39 plate attempts, but... He is a big-time strikeout pitcher. He's done this in all but one games this mm-hmm. season, and Yankees are strikeout-prone, so we're going Dylan Cease. All right. I'm going Freddie Freeman over one-and-a-half bases. That's actually at plus 140. Yes, mm-hmm. you heard that right. Now, it might be because he's facing Zach Wheeler, who we all know is a pretty incredible mm-hmm. pitcher. Last year was on Cy Young pace. 
Actually, in 48 at-bats, though, Freeman has the advantage in this one. He has a 438 average against Wheeler, and he's had at least two bases in five of his last nine games. Last seven days, he's batting 381. Now, I did take a closer look at this one in particular because I was kind of wondering, okay, why is it plus 140? And I don't know if this is why, but okay, here's the risk on this particular play. So Wheeler relies primarily on a four-seam fastball and a slider. So he actually gives up a 275 average to his fastball, and I think that's kind of where Freeman tends to dominate. So the league average there is about 250. Just keep that in mind. However, his slider has been just really effective this season, just a 115 average against it. And when you look back at last season, Freeman really struggled with sliders. He had a 37% whiff rate, which was higher than any other pitch. And he had a 239 average against it, so not great. I'm guessing if I know this, Phillies probably know this. The Dodgers probably know this. Zach Wheeler probably knows this. And the sports books. So he, exactly. <laughs> and the sports books probably know this as well. So if Wheeler is dialed in yeah. and he is really locating that slider and just uh, has it on point, then it could be kind of a gamble there. But at plus 140, plus 140. it's a gamble I'm mm-hmm. willing to take. So I like that play there. Freddie Freeman over one and a half bases plus 140. And lastly, not a lot of weather today to worry about. This is making my job so much easier when I don't have to report yeah. all these rainouts like last week, which was kind of crazy. Absolutely. It makes it a lot easier. And uh, yeah, lastly, please leave some comments about uh, the new website. Yeah. Comment let us in know. the chat. Let us know what you think. If you have feedback, please let us know. We uh, want to make it great. Yeah. Want to make it awesome for mm-hmm. you. I don't have a closing limerick for today, but comment below. Do you like my Please. limericks? Yes or no? Hard no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye.